I'm so tired right now. <laughs> Please don't go second wind. Second, second wind. Because when the second wind, wind comes along, it's like we'll go for like two hours. <laughs> which is what happened last time. Because you got a second wind and I was moody, so it was just like, well, <laughs> here we are. <laughs> yeah. Good afternoon, morning, evening or night, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 255 of the Jarcast. The first one of 2021. I'm your host, Alex, joined by my bro... Jim. Hello. I'm my bro James. Good afternoon. Before we get too deep into the show, let me shout out the Jar Media Patreon, who make the audio version possible. They get earlier videos when we uh, have those in the pipeline, um, and it's not the holiday period. And your names are read at the first week of each month, which is today. This which one. Is, is this Fuck one. Um, we will be, they will be, that. they get read on the week. second week of the month. Yeah, this one, just give us a break this once, we'll do it for the next one. Like, I don't know about you guys, I'm so knackered right now. It's uh, it's the first as we record this. Um, it's yeah, the new so, year. So I was up to like 4am last night. Getting shit-faced. Um, mm-hmm. Did uh, you get face this Um, I got shit all over my face yeah, last yeah. night, just mm-hmm. drenched, See, drenched in the stuff. With last night... Because we got together like early, because we were like, we'll, we'll cook some wings or some thighs. So I came here early, and it's like as soon as I arrived, I started drinking, and because my alcohol tolerance is non-existent, I was shit-faced mm-hmm. by like seven o'clock, and I stopped. So like by two o'clock, I was fine. Mm-hmm. Went home, booked flights to Latvia. Boom. <laughs> Good time. Um, I introduced you to uh, the story of Ricky O. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we. We had a little binge of a few movies, some shit ones, and some extremely good ones. Yeah, Jim unfortunately missed out on Riccio. Yeah, I missed Riccio. Um, I'd love to show you it at some point, I think you'd like it, but we're going to do something a little bit different this episode. Um, normally there's a bit of structure. Oh, okay. Dude, this is crazy. <laughs> what? So the, the TV we use is like going to turn off. Get... Yeah, it's annoying, because it's annoying because my TV at home... The button for the TV remote, the remote just doesn't work because the shitty skybox. So when you have like an, a, a smart oh, TV yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. the skybox just controls your TV. So when that pops up, you have to turn the TV off and then we turn it back on. So you, you lose whatever you're watching. It's shit. I don't okay? know if I've talked about this on the cast before, but smart TVs, awful. I just, One I, of my yeah. least favorite inventions. I like smart TVs. Because I've had to use a Sky in the smart TV age, where you have to go to your Sky menu and then find YouTube. That's Sky does pain. suck, though. You could use uh, Apple TV, Amazon Fire, TV Stick or something. Anything's better than, like, the smart TV. You know, time to update your TV. Mm. Time to... Every, everything that, everything is going to have updates in the future. Yeah. Like, buy a jacket. It's got to be updated. Well, yeah, and well, it like, shows little ads and stuff. It's so annoying. Because jackets get updated and they just stop getting sold and they have this new one that's more expensive. No, but you don't update the same old jacket. No, you, you got just a digital jacket look. that they could like yeah, patch. How, no, but, how long until um they have like ads on clothing? They already do. Like Supreme. That's an ad. Yeah. No, that's but basically like, I, I'm talking about like... 
you mm. get paid. What about what about it would be like? like billboard. Surely yeah. you'll start with like trainers or something. There'll be like some kind of trainer that you can like change with your phone or something and Yeah. I don't think yeah. they're going to need like clothes aren't smart going to jackets. need sponsorships. But yeah, going back to smart TVs. Uh I hate that they call them smart TVs as well because mm. now when you buy a TV it can't not be smart. Yeah. You can't buy an option smart anymore. TV. Yeah. You 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 don't even have a choice at this I, point. I would pick a smart TV over anything every day of the week. I think they're great because I've been deprived of smart TVs for so long. <laughs> but I don't like the fact that they have ads for a PlayStation on your smart TV. Yeah, that might just be a Samsung thing. So mm. I, I remember when that started happening, it being like a drama on online a little bit. Where it's like we're, they're patching in ads into my TV because when I first got it, it didn't do that. Yeah, they like up, the updates that you don't want, like just force it in. But anyway, I I started to say we were going to do something a little bit different for this episode, and then we got sidetracked by tech issues. But this is a twenty twenty one wrap up wrap up of like just media. It's it's I reckon just lay back, just see where it goes, kind of mm. just see where the conversation takes us. I've got a list of certain things, my some standout movies, games, um, and music mostly. A couple of shows as well, but we'll see what we get to um, in time. Uh, what do you want to start with? Because I've probably got the most like movie stuff. Mm. Um, you see, I but- d- I don't have a particularly extensive list, but I'm sure I could talk in. Mm-hmm. There's some notable standouts. Um, I reckon we should start with what's freshest on the brain, um, James. Uh, that being the new Matrix. We can start there. Um, it's th- yeah, it, does, it doesn't necessarily have to be like good things. Just notable yeah, yeah, things yeah. from 2021. So I had my first dip in of the Matrix franchise with... So you've never seen yeah, a Matrix movie? you had a super seen... unique experience. I've never seen a Matrix. I've n- I've barely seen a single scene from it. Even the most famous scene, I've mm-hmm. never bothered watching. Yeah, it's like it it's like out of context and whatnot. So yeah, you didn't even know the it. like uh, the 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 twist from like the end of the first act of the Matrix. You know. Yeah. So you were like, it was like a fresh experience as far as Matrix, uh, the Matrix story is concerned. And what did you think without any of the context and without any of the fan service meaning anything to you? It was fucking. It was awful. It's was, it was a terrible movie, and I think that's not like a, a contrarian take. Mm-hmm. It's sh- it's shit. But I found it weird because it's like because I've known about the Matrix for so long, I thought it would be something else. What the fuck is this all alien shit? And yeah, yeah. But that that's what the Matrix is apparently. Yeah, it's like really anime inspired kind of steampunky robot stuff. Um... I was. I've had this weird relationship with the Matrix trilogy ever since I like discovered them. Where yeah, you watch that first one, it's like, oh, this is so cool. This is such a unique world. This is such a cool story. So uh, you know, philosophical and exciting, yeah. and the action and the style of it and everything, and the grittiness of it is is really enticing. And that whole you know, just that edginess. Um, then you watch the second one and the third one, and I have I I just can't stand the sequels to the movies. So then it's kind of like once you get to the end of the trilogy, you you forget about how good the first one is, and you kind of write it off, and you or at least I do, write it off in my head a little bit. But then uh, 
I think it was this year actually I rewatched the first Matrix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I did too. But just the first one. I, then I just left yeah. it. And that's what you should do. I just leave it like that because yeah, it's a complete story anyway. Basically. Yeah, it's totally satisfying the way it ends and everything. And I don't know if this is a a bit of a spicy take, but I think the sequels to the Matrix are like way worse than the prequels to Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I would instantly say that, and I haven't seen them. Way more boring. Hmm. Well, yeah. To go back to the new one, they, that was my big thing. It's like it's such a boring film. It's, it's so it's long, long as well. It's long. It's two and a half hours long. Mm. The action and is worse. Um, the acting shit. Just the the whole the the visual style of the movie. I wasn't expecting like Dibby shit in it, like Dibby robots and it's like. Dibbies. Yeah. Now. They, they they try to do some like world building stuff and kind of touch on these cool ideas of like. The robots like having civil wars amongst each other and stuff but what it boils into is like this really obnoxious kind of meta commentary it's um, so meta they basically completely wet on matrix yeah it's very like it's well i was about to say it's not as bad as like episode nine where it's like we're bringing back the emperor so mm-hmm. then if you think about it the whole conflict from the original trilogy that wrapped up nicely and felt conclusive now has to kind of be undone yeah. so just so you can have the story continue they do they kind of have to do that again a bit and they try to like they try to make it work but and i've seen like such conflicting opinions on this movie because some people like love it yeah yeah and, I've and, seen and they're saying it's like such a refreshing uh take and uh, in in this cynical age of blockbusters and like it's a whole slant of the movie the whole commentary of like yeah this isn't it shit that like it's all about remakes and stuff and it's it's like super yeah meta with like boardroom scenes like within the movie of them discussing rebooting the game that already finished that's right yeah yeah um it's to be honest i if it's where it goes after that first act where it like really devolves for me um, I could imagine it having that first act and maybe going somewhere a bit more interesting, but yeah, I, I won't stay on it too long. Jim hasn't seen it, and I guess spoilers. To... Yeah, but I am disappointed though that you guys are saying it's. Shit. I thought it was going to at least be entertaining, consistently, mm. and there are only like one or two scenes that I thought were like conceptually kind of cool with like putting some spin on like the Matrix gimmicks yeah um I won't say what but I think you'll know what I'm talking about James there's like a couple of kind of cool things but yeah overall the action's way worse and apparently um I was reading like through the trivia on IMDB like the the cinematographer who did the original trilogy wasn't there Mm -hmm. um that, that, that's probably why, because the cinematography in, in it is terrible, and the lighting of, in it's every scene... It's noticeably much worse. Yeah, mm. and the lighting was way worse, just the, the fake sheen to everything. Um, and the score, the I can't remember who composed the original trilogy music, but it, it's really good, the original music in mm-hmm. that first movie especially. And it's really lacking. Um, it just It just feels like a parody of itself. It's, yeah. It's lame. Um, but my expectations were so low because 
in my mind because the, of the, the balance was already like yeah. there's way more bad yeah. matrix already i guess if you don't count the animatrix uh, yeah that's what you do you watch the matrix and the animatrix is the animatrix good yeah yeah, but yeah. it's actually yeah. it's actually decent really yeah I, I don't know anything about it it's anime it is anime <laughs> nice because the matrix is super anime Super yeah, anime. yeah, yeah. So yeah. A bunch of different studios in Japan like came together and did the Animatrix. Hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's like it actually explores the the questions you have that aren't filled in in that first Matrix movie in like a cool, kind of creepy, satisfying way. Um, that's another thing. There's like no creepiness or like kind of there is a grossness to that first Matrix movie. You know, it's like scary in a way. Yeah, um, there's none of that fear in this new one. It's kind of a generic love story ultimately. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. um, how, how is the love between Keanu and? I mean, Keanu is just a really, really. Um, <laughs> he's not a good actor. <laughs> how dare you? Yeah, he's just a little sweetheart, and everyone loves him. It works in that first Matrix because. He's, he's like the fish out of water, just like bombarded with information, and it kind of like works. And he's got like mm-hmm. a re- the really good physical performance with all the martial arts stuff, which just sucks in the new one. <laughs> it's like such yeah. a downgrade. Really? The, yeah. Well, like, I was going to ask the the action. No, th- th- that's one of the more disappointing things to me. It was like it, I thought at least they were going to do something with that because that's kind of, and I know it's part of the like commentary, like yeah, you, you don't get what you expect because it's like a cynical remake and it's being all self-referential yeah, and it's yeah. all the, the the point of the movie but it still needs to be entertaining um at the end of the day to me yeah and you know? and uh are they gonna make more do you think yep from the ending i mean it's just it's just like the first matrix again <laughs> like, right uh, yeah yeah that because to me, if if your point is that it's like the Deadpool thing again, yeah, like when you're oh, yeah, I kept thinking that. when you're criticizing something, but you're still just doing it, mm-hmm. you can't really call that criticism. Like it doesn't make it okay just because you're aware that you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, f- I felt similar thing. I'd be curious what you thought, think of it, but yeah, I was, uh, I've, I've been quite excited to see it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's not even like funny. Those things, it's just kind of boring and like yeah, just another one. It's a worst the, case scenario. Just another one for the 2021 pile of like just kind of poo. unnecessary uh, nostalgia based um, mm-hmm. poo. Poo. But this one's just a bit more meta than the other ones. Um, the other movie we watched, James, was the uh, the new Resident Evil movie. Reboot? It's, it's not the Mia Jovovich no, one anymore. It's, it's a reboot that's trying to cash in on the recent success of the re- remade. Yeah, yeah, the re- really re- good remakes. Yeah. Instantly, ex- like, <laughs> Matrix is like a one. This is like a ten on the enjoyment scale. <laughs> I this movie was fun because it was so shit. It was just shit, sloppy, and quite fun, and I liked it. I I had fun making fun of it. Yeah, yeah. it was one of those. Um, and I was just so frustrated by certain things, like that. There's the lab, loads the lab's of imagery. Too small. Yeah, like the, you have to go to a facility in Resident Evil, right? Like it's just one of the things on the yeah, check, like one of the checklists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the facility looks like a. It's just a room. It's just like it's a just science a lab. Yeah, like a science lab, like a not a cool one, like a really lame one. 
from like a secondary <laughs> like school. Like the cheapest one they could put together that yeah, they had yeah. to actually use physical. Uh, they got like a liquor in there. Um, that looks like, like worse than the <laughs> Paul W. And the S. Anderson one. And the dogs. Yeah, no, the dogs especially because we oh, we also happened to watch the W.S. Anderson one from 2002. And the dogs in that look so much better than the one from 20 years later. Yeah. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of them were like practical, right? Mm. Not that that 2002 movie's like good. We saw that, that and that's that shit, shit, shit as well. Yeah, it's awful. It peaks at the laser war scene. That's like the mm. the only thing of note really from it. But yeah, this new one, they, they, they have a lot of fan service and use imagery from RE2 a lot. Like they, like the the police headquarters and right. it's the whole the the problem with this movie is like trying to capture Resident Evil 1 and 2 and like they it pushes them together and makes this kind of clustery mm-hmm. messy yeah instead movie. of just focusing on Leon and Claire they also shove in Wesker then they've got yeah. Jill and yeah. then you've got Chris yeah so two sim- two simultaneous stories going on at once only could have done you only needed one um, and they they kind of use like scenes from RE2 like you know one of the best scenes in the whole game is that guy who's like in the jail cell and, and Mr. X like, <laughs> yeah, they do that exact scene and it, oh Christ without Mr. X isn't in the movie yep um, instead there's just like a zombie in the cell with him that's like slowly walking towards him even though he's got he's got Leon's he steals gun. Leon's gun and he's like pointing it at Leon, and then the zombie. It's like so bad. It's like it's. It just doesn't make sense. It's that so dumb. Yeah. And they make Leon like an incompet- incompetent like buffoon. Yeah, and and people went fucking mad at the actor. Like mm-hmm. he completely disappeared off the internet because so many people were giving him hate. But it's like he was giving a shit script by. Yeah, it's, it's like not his fault. The, he like, was cast. The directors and writers obviously. They have no idea Leon's character. They really don't mm-hmm. understand it. And I feel that he probably could have been a decent Leon with a decent script. Yeah, if they like fixed his hair, his hair was definitely wrong. He needed to be more like curtainy. He needs to be do- a little bit dorky. Yeah, he needs to be dorky as hell. Yeah. But not incompetent like they made him. Yeah, he just seemed completely useless. Yeah, it was just shit. Claire, Claire, I, Claire was decent, I guess. She had the energy that probably could have worked in a good movie. And it was like every other scene is like a character like Claire coming in and then like announcing their name. So then the people in the audience could be like, oh, it's them. Jill. Like they, at at the beginning, they just referenced the Jill sandwich thing. But Mm -hmm. you're not, you don't know these characters because it doesn't actually, Yeah, it's fucking really weird. It's really, really, really bad. And then Ada's in it right at the end. Anything they throw every iconography because it's like in one scene Leon's doing the Leon pose in Resident mm-hmm. Evil Two and it's yeah yeah and, and it's fun like to like, like point out and be like oh, fucking doing that in a if you like know Resi but it's like mm-hmm. a normal person like this but it's movie. like um it's like how it should have ended like oh that, yeah, that yeah, thing no. that I know the frustrating thing is I think Resident Evil is a franchise that could actually really work in film. Mm. But you need the right talent. I think James Wan could do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, needs, it needs the wacky. It needs the right tone. It can't take itself seriously. No. Yeah, yeah. But it also has. It has to be serious at some points. 
I don't know if serious is the right word, but it has to... It has to be self-aware, but not, like, Deadpool. No, yeah. Yeah. Not take, yeah, not, not, not actually take the humor too far. Yeah, yeah. Meta and shit. But that was, uh, poopy stinky. Probably one of the better movies I've seen this year. <laughs> I've seen, I've only seen shit, so that's well, quite hard. on the shit, let's talk about Red Notice. I love Red Notice. Been saving I fucking this. love it. We've been saving this. Because um, you watched it when I was in Canada, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We you had a like... fucking great time. <laughs> we straight up did. Uh, i got to be honest. This is a movie where going into it... Jamie, my... no, because we wanted to watch it. And I was like, Jamie, let's watch Red Notice. And Jamie was like, no, we're not watching it. Then we started watching something else. And it was like, no, we're watching Red Notice. <laughs> so even Jamie yeah. didn't watch it at the time. And I was just like, we're doing it. And I'll, it was I'll give time. it this. Um, it wasn't as bad as I was anticipating. Yeah, that's exactly it. When, so that's the... I'm known for two things. Not liking <laughs> The Rock and not liking... Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds, yeah. So when I see there's a movie with both of them in it. And Gal Gadot. Yeah, and Gal Gadot. Um, imagine all the people. Uh, <laughs> you, your your expectations, or my expectations, were so, yeah. so low. Well, the joke is that it like looks like a fake movie. Like the whole poster. Yeah, it looks yeah. like some like and fan on DeviantArt made it. Watching it, it doesn't seem like a real movie either. Yeah. Um, I was surprised that Ryan Reynolds didn't bother you more because he was like the part that was making it like the worst oh, for me. Yeah, because he's I, just I hate De- he's Deadpool. Mm. Yeah, he is, yeah, it's you might as well just enjoy the movie as like he's like universe hopping and he's just Deadpool has hopped into a yeah like a different that would have been a better movie. Like that's the that's the thing with both of these actors that's so frustrating mm-hmm. is that. When they're in something, there's there's no there's no acting. Yeah, they're not actors. Mm-hmm. But I guess I guess it's what some people want. They like that. It's clearly successful. Yeah, like people it's one love of the biggest Ryan movies of the year. I was looking at like the roundup on IMDb of like the most searched, most like looked at movies of the year, and Red Notice was one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like a really depressing list of movies. It was like Everyone's The Eternals. Uh, Snyder, Justice League, um, what other crap was on there? Um, I'm glad the Eternals was on there. Fuck, was Free Guy on there? Free Guy's being mentioned a lot. That was a 2021 Mm -hmm. big one. We've talked about that movie. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But the thing with this movie is that there's like a twist towards the end. (laughs) And now this is, this is not a in in a standard movie, bad, it's a bad twist. Yeah, it sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But because because The Rock is so boring <laughs> in every other film he's in. Yeah, this twist in this movie is like, oh, oh, he it, like it, it's like they they used the the expectation the expectation of The Rock sucking yeah, and but- being boring. <laughs> To make the movie slightly That's more what kind of bothered me about it, though. Because mm. that's what it seemed like. was like, <laughs> yeah, we know how boring he is. <laughs> and that's like the only thing you can do with him. You know? Mm. I don't know. It's just another one of the rock jungle movies. To add mm. to yeah, the, the rock in, in a jungle. 
but it's like they're gonna there's two there's two more of these movies being made back to back as soon as they finish filming yeah, the set, first, second one they're instantly filming the third one mm-hmm. how like with the, the whole twist done they are just generic shit movies just like how we've said before yeah. literally what we just said when you're trying to mimic something and criticise it but you're still it yeah it's, it's, sh- it's pure just cotton wool fluff like mm. Netflix just throwing money at like superstars and that's what sells it that's yeah. all they needed and, and it worked because it's done so well mm-hmm. so many people have watched it yeah yeah. everyone in my work watched it mm-hmm. everyone yeah. was talking about Red Notice yeah yeah it's I like, like um, there was another one on that like IMD li- IMDb list of notable films of the year, that Zack Snyder zombie movie. Um, oh, the one with Dave Bautista. Yeah, with him, yeah. which is uh, also terrible. But it, but it like broke rec- streaming records and everyone saw it and they're making a sequel and spin-offs and it's like, I guess, yeah, I guess this is it, man. <laughs> this is it's actually, yeah, it's depressing because you look at... When I look at the the poster of Red Notice it's like you know that's a film I never want to see yeah that's why I put it off for so long Mm -hmm. because that's what it screams oh The Rock is is wearing cargo cargo trousers and a brown (laughs) shirt in the jungle let's talk about one um, thing we liked you haven't seen this one James but Jim went to the cinema to see Spider-Man. Mm. Uh, no yeah, way home. Yeah. It's even the most jaded of fans seem to be enjoying this one. Yeah. It's 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 funny because going off of what we were just saying about Red Notice and that, mm-hmm. this movie is very much like a a product thing, and it's this and a nostalgia cash grab thing. Too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. But I love it. Yeah, same. I love it entirely. And I've seen a bunch of people um, say that it's like poorly paced or whatever. All these criticisms about the story structure and missteps they took. And this, this might be me just totally vision clouded by nostalgia. Mm. But I couldn't care less. Uh, this movie had me like hooked the whole time yeah and it 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 made me feel like a kid again I think it's the best of that Spider-Man trilogy of Tom Holland yeah yeah Um, which I I already like all three yeah yeah I already like the previous two I Mm -hmm. thought they were both really good yeah yeah it fixed a bunch of the like problems I had with the previous two yeah Um, like a Action scenes are like particularly stand out. Uh, music's better. The whole like Doctor Strange stuff's really cool. Yeah, it's just like a fun Spider-Man movie. It got the Spider-Man thing right, and yeah, because but the main problem with the first one to me is like the Iron Man stuff. Mm. I, I don't like that they they needed like another character for a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem necessary yeah, to like, me. Yeah, I like I almost like it more now, like now that that that's a trilogy, so the yeah, it's more yeah. distinct. It's not like the the main Spider-Man movie is also an Iron Man movie. Yeah, in the same way. Um, yeah, 
it's still like a vehicle for to put like the lizard and electro and stuff in it and its inherent link to those movies is is super strange um yeah and something i've never seen before like you know like the mcu has kind of invented this this style of movie where you basically have a checklist of movies you have to have seen prior for yeah stuff to even make sense and mm. this is adding and taking it to the next level where it's like now you got to watch yeah movies <laughs> movies from like from a different, different studio yeah. from a different age mm-hmm. and now it's spawned this like well, I've seen like some conversations of people saying like they're scared of what the knock-on effect of this movie is going to yeah, be, and I feel similarly. I totally understand that, but what I reckon is going to happen, like the whole cinematic universe thing, is that studios are going to try and ape this and just fuck it up, so just bad. totally screw it. Yeah, because that's the thing; it is all like at the end of it in service of a main character. And a likable yeah. one, and it feels like he's progressed as a character, and it feels like a true superhero movie where mm-hmm. it has like weight at the end, and it has like emotional moments and the shit you'd want from a Spider-Man movie. So, yeah, I was pleasantly surprised by that because I was so concerned, especially with all this nostalgia shit, how they managed to make that work. Yeah, and you, it it doesn't feel forced. It Doctor Strange is is like the money making machine. Of the fact Marvel. they got him working, yeah, but yeah. But it, with with that character now, they've opened the doors to movies like this. Whereas before, if they did like a, I think if if they did a Spider Verse plot where Doctor Strange wasn't involved and it was some machine or something, mm-hmm. it would have been way harder to digest. Yeah, but because we've seen the stuff with that other character, if you have seen that movie, mm-hmm. then like. You just totally believe it and run with it. Is there a lot of um, influence because of Spider-Verse? Because Spider-Verse did the same thing really well. So Uh, was... Spider-Verse is just a way better movie. Spider-Verse is a better movie. Um, And it feels like it took some of the punch away from... The, like... It's it's not the first, like, big screen adaptation of that whole Spider-Man multiverse idea. Yeah. they, They will be into the punch in such a, like vibrant way mm-hmm. but if anything it, it helped it get made probably it probably inspired them to push it take the risk really yeah, of it. Mm. yeah. and obviously <clears throat> Spider-Verse 2 is is going to be a thing mm-hmm. next year that's this one, year yeah that's one to look forward to for this year 10 yeah. months 10 months whole months because mm. I'm I, I love Spider-Verse it's probably one of my favourite movies I fucking love it even though I I'm not a Spider-Man like fan Mm-hmm. Like we, there's been times where you've tried to watch I think it's the second one and I'm like I'm not watching it I'm just going to go upstairs and sit in silence because I just one, don't yeah. but I appreciate it I did in the end did you still not like it? I I missed it I can't look, watch them now and be like yeah I love them because it's just like I have no childhood nostalgia for it so I just see them as movies nowadays it's like they haven't aged well See, there are some things that have aged like really well in them. I reckon, like the whole Doc Ock stuff. Doc Ock, the Doc Ock, yeah, like um, that looks obscene. And it has like the best scene from like <laughs> any superhero movie. The the hospital scene with Doc Ock is yeah. like such a cool. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's like the best establishing of a villain. I yeah, yeah, it's so like totally perfect for for like that character and. Mm-hmm. And it actually makes the villain intimidating. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, yeah. What else have we got here? Um, Eternals. Yeah, for Marvel. I mean, any any uh, developed thoughts on Eternals? I still like Eternals. <laughs> I still don't. I dislike it more now. I think. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't mind rewatching Eternals. <laughs> yeah, I'll rewatch it at some point. But I don't. I'm, think I'm not I looking forward to it. Um, I don't think I ever want to see it again. And no, you're just being a hater. I haven't seen the uh, the 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 Rings Marvel movie yet, um, but I've heard that's actually pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I've I, heard that's. Good. I think it's on Disney Plus. So I'll, I'll give that a shot too. Yeah. All the Eternals is coming to Disney Plus on January fourteenth. Nice. Um, the last like superhero thing I guess is uh, there a Suicide Squad out there? It's pretty fun. Yeah, I like James Gunn a lot. You see, I didn't put that on my list but yeah. seeing as you brought it up I really like it I mm-hmm. really like that movie yeah. I think I personally think it's better than the first Guardians of the Galaxy really yeah it, I thought it was it's probably funnier I thought it was way funnier and yeah. maybe it, 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 it didn't have the emotional core it didn't have that heart yeah it, it doesn't have the heart but because it just you know it's just inherently way more dumb. And but it, it 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 never like annoyed me. Whereas Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy very much annoyed mm-hmm. me. Okay. Um, I want to throw out Dune. Yeah, that's, that's my... on my list. Yeah, it... Dune is a big one. Um, I think I've seen it four times now. Three, <laughs> four times. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm I'm enjoying it. Like I'm finding new things each time and. Kind of appreciating it more and more, and yeah, it's, it's, it's just such a cool story, such a cool universe, and just that that commitment to the kind of slower pace, and it's like proper proper sci-fi, isn't it? Yeah, it's you know? it's it's like full-on dorky. Uh, yeah, like as dorky as dork can be. Like you got to yeah. read the wiki pages, and and it the the fresh thing about it. Is that it takes itself so seriously, mm-hmm. yeah, and which is what the source material deserves, and yeah, yeah, it's it's so tiresome when everything is like funny. Mm-hmm. Everything has to make you laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's got like two jokes or something, maybe one. Yeah, <laughs> and it doesn't mean there aren't characters like smiling mm-hmm. and having a laugh and stuff in the movie. Yeah, it just means. Is it, yeah, is that what people want from like Dune? Is for them to be cracking jokes? It like it diffuses tension. Like that—that that was what Marvel did to begin with, and that's why it's like it—it's like levity. It, yeah, it makes it the the high stakes a bit lower, and it's like just more generally appealing. Whereas when mm-hmm. in Dune, like shit's going down, and it's like, oh, this is like a real war hellscape, and it's, yeah. But, you, know, you just actually feel dramatic. that, mm-hmm. like the, it, a, a good a, a good example of uh, the humor, the levity used like incorrectly to me is in Guardians Two, Guardians of the Galaxy Two, when uh, what's his name Yondu, mm. at his spoiler alert funeral, mm. that like a joke is cracked, and it's it it like ruins the moment the the character. It That's feels the like rest. the character yeah. wouldn't say if the joke doesn't it at that land, moment. It like yeah, it can ruin a whole yeah. scene. But bit. it's it's also just like the the wrong time to tell a joke. Mm. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Dune. Uh, I've it's a rare type of movie where you, you sort of 
I don't see this movie as a movie. Right. Oh, like it, it's, because it's almost like someone found it. Yeah, it's just it's like just a like, segment of this. It's like an artifact from, mm-hmm. from some ancient age. Like mm-hmm. ha- Watching it at the cinema... In IMAX, too. In IMAX. It looked perfect. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe for a second that anything was like CG. Yeah. The the attention to, to detail visually is r- ridiculous. Um, the story is isn't like the most complex thing in the world. No. It's it's pretty simple really. Mm-hmm. Um but it, it just feels like a like it, it's building because it is only half the yeah, first book. Too, yeah, exactly. So That's what I mean by it. I feel like the movie is both halves. And it will be like a six-hour yeah, movie. Yeah, but that's so, that's so, that's so cool that we're in a place where we can actually get that because I don't yeah. I don't think that could have happened ten years ago even. No, um, and it, it it nearly didn't happen. Like it, the, the part two wasn't greenlit. Mm-hmm. even though he wanted he mm-hmm. wanted to just do it. Yeah, they, they should have because now it's going to be like a huge wait and everything's going to be like way longer than if they'd like yeah. had the confidence that Lord of the Rings it or something, but. It's just like an, it's an experience. Mm-hmm. When you sit in the cinema and watch it, I think that is how this movie should be watched. When you sit in the cinema and watch it, like you're just there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, a couple more to throw out there. I want to throw out uh, Inside, which is a Netflix, like the Bo Burnham Netflix All right. Movie. Um, I don't know if you guys are really that familiar with Bo Burnham, but yeah, not particularly. I'm not. All I all I really know. I've seen like the odd like video of his um, on YouTube and his movie he did a few years back. But uh, it's out of the like lockdown art that's come out so far. It's the one that has captured that misery of um, what 2020 lockdown was like the most, mm-hmm. and it's like. It's so well done and it's so impressive because he like did it all himself. Um, and it's so creative with like the the little tricks he comes up with to keep it vibrant for the whole runtime. And it's just, I, I can't really go back to it or listen to the songs despite how like clever and funny they are because it just makes me like miserable. But <laughs> I think that's like the sign of a good, uh, good bit of expression. You know? Yeah. Coming out from that totally. time, it captured it perfectly. Um, I didn't realize it was about that. I think I might have to check it mm-hmm. out. Yeah. And it's got some like really good, uh, like parodies and stuff in it. And it's just really clever and well written. Um, um, I'll throw a couple more out here. Speaking of James Wan, uh, Malignant is a really, <laughs> it's not like amazing or anything, but it's, I think it's one... I think James would enjoy it too, to be honest. It's got, like... It builds to this... It's a horror movie that builds to this, like, twist. And and it's, like, such a funny-as-fuck twist. And he, like, just goes in on the ridiculousness of it. And it's really satisfying. You just have to get there first. Right. Um, Based on it's super movie. inconsistent and weird. Um, yeah, wait, okay. I'm going to end this section on uh, The Green Knight. You heard of this one? You seen this one? I've I've heard of this. Yeah, really cool. Um, it stay the imagery especially stayed with me. One of the one of the prettier movies from the year with those the striking visuals and just the the composition of everything has stuck with me. Um, 
pretty slow. It's like, <laughs> it's, it is what it is in terms of like the pace, but that was one of the more notable movies of the year, to me. Yeah, um, I, I want to check that one out. Um, there's a bunch like I, I've still got to catch up on though. I usually like spend the year after catching up as opposed yeah. to. Yeah, there is one more movie I want to drop um, before we move on that we watched quite early on in the year, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up, actually, because <coughs> I did have that noted down, but I figured... Yeah, this this movie... I I love a movie that... Could, that because it's, it's based on reality. Mm-hmm. And it illuminates, like, a, a dark part of mm-hmm. American history that, obviously, they didn't want out for mm-hmm. for quite a while. Yeah, it's like a performance showcase too. Like, yeah, yeah, treated with like real respect and like gravitas with all the actors, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's really well done. That, yeah, it's just an excellent movie. Let's move on to games. Let's talk about some games. Where do you want to start? Like, I guess Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Um, a bunch of the shit like on mine I was like oh it's like just like re-releases yeah. and it's just the yeah. same shit repackaged I had an interesting time with that and I like the three jar videos that came out of it mm. so I went we don't need to stay on that for a particular long because you can go on the channel and find those but yeah it, it reignited and re-destroyed my love for Mass Effect <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's like the- I was glad I was not expecting to reconnect with Mass Effect 2 specifically in the way that I did. Yeah. I was like, oh, I've got like a newfound appreciation for this this game. Um, do you have any games to throw out there? Um, yeah. I, well, okay. What well, one that I know neither of you have played, and I haven't played it like loads. I haven't even finished it, but Deathloop. The new oh, arcane really? game. Yeah, yeah. You like it? I think it's really good. It they they, they misstepped mm. in in a few places because the whole um you get like invaded, like in Dark Souls. Mm. By this oh, yeah, character. I forgot that and, was a mechanic. And it's all contextualized within the story. And from what I've experienced of the story, it it's pretty fun so far, but I've heard that the ending sucks. But I'm not in it for the story. The the moment-to-moment gameplay feels so good and is so fun. Um, Was that... Who developed it? Arcane. Arcane, it's like yeah. A dishon- it's quite Dishonored-like, isn't it? Yeah. But the, the, the thing with Dishonored, and this is something Deathloop's been criticised for not having, Dishonored had like a... a moral system. Morality system. system. So the that more people you killed, the more the plague spread. It was like a way to incentivize stealth a bit more, wasn't it? Yeah. Sneaking around. Yeah, yeah. Less killing. But it meant all the interesting stuff you could do in that game involved killing people. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the whole game was built around doing stealthy cool kills. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you couldn't do that if you're not playing that Exactly. Way. So and there's like a good ending and a bad ending. So I like obviously Dishonored. knowing that yeah, I think Dishonored is really good, but knowing that there's a good ending and a bad ending, I don't want to get the bad ending. So I'm gonna play the game in the most tedious, boring way. <laughs> Because that's what's incentivized. Mm. I'm going to use the sleep dark crossbow and yep. choke everyone out. And mm. 
I've I've not replayed Dishonored a bunch because of that. It it puts me off. Whereas Deathloop, the whole idea is that there's basically zero consequences. Once you get through the early progression and you become like really powerful really fast. Mm-hmm. Once you get there, you're pretty much incentivized to just like just say fuck it, I'm going. And just run and gun, just go mental. Just play with the system they're giving you. Yeah, yeah. Basically. And like push it as far as you can. Mm. And th- there are flaws like the the AI of the enemies sucks. Yeah. Oh, um, really? That's kind of a shame. Yeah, they're really stupid, but when you are playing in that way where you're just like running around because you can die pretty quick. So it's kind of like a roguelike thing, isn't it? Um, sort of. Kind of. The whole like loop thing, where you're... Y- yeah. But the like, there's four maps and four times of day. Okay. And you, the areas slightly change based on the time, it, the four times so, of day. Do you th- do you think it hurts it following on from Prey, which like ev- everyone fucking loves Prey? Yeah, and Prey Moon Crash. Yeah, pressure especially I've heard is um, um which does it better. Yeah, similar ideas. Yeah, that's that's sort of the most frustrating thing about it. But at the same time, Moon Crash is like always stressful. Mm-hmm. Whereas <laughs> Deathloop is like it, it's it's funny. That's it's the, yeah, that's the freedom you get from like having expansion. Type yeah, thing, yeah. Where it's like separated from, you can just play like the normal mm-hmm. prey shit, and then you can play Moon Crash if you want that more. Yeah, I think Moon Crash is probably like a better game than really. Yeah, Moon Crash is. Can you play Moon Crash without playing Prey? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It's like you a get like the same thing. like enjoyment. I mean, or is it better to play Prey? Or well, Moon Crash is like straight up a roguelike, pretty much. Okay. Whereas Prey is like a. I've only watched like one it? video on it, like from when it came out, sort of thing. So yeah, it's yeah. Vague in my head, but that, it does sound cool. Yeah, I'd, I'd highly recommend it if you haven't played it before. But um, yeah, definitely fun game. Um, the invasion stuff is annoying because I I want to interact with those systems, but when people like I got invaded early on. By this guy who had unlocked like all the powers and the oh. sniper rifle, and it just put me off immediately. It's like, how how am I gonna? Did you learn to adapt to that, or what? Well, it's optional, oh. so I ended up just turning. turning it off. You can still get invaded by like an AI, but again, the AI isn't very good. Okay. Yeah, but, that just sounds like it'd be frustrating if when you're like trying to learn the game, you're basically yeah, you're just going to be shit for like. Yeah, I few think hours, so. I think something maybe they should have done was just not have you be invaded for a while, mm. and then have like it be a once moment. you're like kind of good at the game, maybe. Then. Yeah, and you figured it out and stuff because yeah. it just immediately put me off. Um, I want to quickly. I didn't finish this game and be, only surface level engaged with it, but I want to mention Psychonauts Two mm-hmm. because from like all the trailers and stuff, I was like, this doesn't really look like something I'd like. But because of Game Pass, I just downloaded it when it came out and yeah. like, I played the whole like intro thing where you're going through this weird like teeth 
yeah. thing. And it was like super creative and like the writing was really clever too in the way it was like implementing the, these kind of psychological ideas as like villains in the game. And yeah. it's all like the, the, the main characters like voice and stuff being like Billy from... The Grim Adventures. Yeah, Grim Adventures. Uh, really cool. Um, yeah. Looks stunning as well. Like yeah, the, the art direction is incredible amazing. art style. Because mm-hmm. it came out around the same time as that new Ratchet and Clank, which um, yeah. isn't really the kind of and all the like reviews like IGN saying it's like yeah, it looks like a Pixar movie and all this, and it's like I don't love the art direction of those like Ratchet and Clank and like the character designs and stuff, especially yeah. It, <laughs> It looks more like an Illumination movie or something. Yeah, not, not a Pixar. Yeah, maybe maybe Illumination might be a bit harsh, but because <laughs> I haven't actually played that Ratchet and Clank, yeah. but I, I've never been. There's not like a spark of like, oh, that's like cool. In the same way, Psychonauts is like maybe I just like things that are a bit kind of weird and offbeat because it's definitely fucking weird. It's a really really it's weird, weird game. Because mm. mm-hmm. we all, we all played it because we did that first level. We were all here. yeah. And we all kind of had a little play of it, and it, it feels great to play. Yeah, yeah, it feels it's really like, good. Psychonauts is a game I just respect because mm-hmm. it's just yeah. so out there. It's just so not normal, and that's yeah. I appreciate that, and I think so. I would like to play Psychonauts too. I just have not been able to get the the opportunity to. Um, a game I got a lot of enjoyment from. I don't think it came out in 2021, but I think the version I played did come out in 2021. The the ultimate edition of Control. Mm. Um, from the well, the Max Payne developers, okay. uh, Remedy. Remedy, yeah, yeah. I haven't really played a Remedy game before. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Which one? Oh no, you haven't. No, ignore me. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking Max Payne three. Yeah, yeah, Jim has always talked about the original Max Payne's and how good they are, and so and I've always heard mm. that and respected them for that, but I never like felt it like myself. And the whole gimmick of Control is like the the telekinetic powers yeah and as far as like game feel is concerned holy shit does it feel so it's so satisfying yeah and knowing they're like building like a four player like thing like spin-off thing with that gameplay um certainly they don't uh, you might have mentioned it before but yeah 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 like that to me is like oh there's some potential there for some like crazy fun um but yeah just as far as i could not get enough of that gameplay loop and the the progression I found navigating the world like really obnoxious and annoying. Yeah, that first. But it was worth it for me once you like start. Once you get the flying ability, mm-hmm. that's when it's like, oh, this is like, this is like a different game because you're playing it and it's like, yeah, I, get, I wish there was like something, something, something holding it back just a little bit. Then you get the flying ability. Yeah. That's when it's like, oh shit, mm-hmm. yeah, this is like really really fun. That that game's always intrigued me. If it's like just uh, like design of like mm. enemies yeah visually it's really cool the brutal. story like I, I, it's like i don't know what happened but it was awesome <laughs> uh yeah i love the way it's presented mm-hmm. I, i've a lot of games to me when they they try and be cinematic they just copy the most bog standard yeah cinema shit mm-hmm. untried that's that is it, just a cinema game yeah whereas the there's this just atmosphere this like actual tangible yeah. feeling to this place like but it also uses the interactive nature a bit more to tell the story too yeah, yeah. You know, I don't think you got to it but it's called like 
Oh. The maze, the matchstick, yeah. something like that. There's like a, a set piece towards the end that is like, whoa, this is f really fucking creative yeah. and cool. Yeah, um, I know one you want to bump. Yeah, yeah. So I'd really recommend playing Control if you hadn't. I think that was like a game of year from like 2020 or something. But It's, it's another one of those games where I've, I've not been able to play it because I haven't had a console PC that can. Mm -hmm. and obviously since I've upgraded graphics cards and whatnot. Oh yeah, because that's what put me off playing it at first, because apparently it like, ran like shit yeah, when it came yeah. out. Mm. Um, so. Yeah, that's that's the reason I kind of stopped playing. Cause you, because you bought it on Epic, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I did. You bought it on Epic. Because I, w I, I won't do that. I refuse to use Epic, but when it comes to Remedy, i got to support... Was it an exclusive or something? Yeah, yeah. at yeah. launch. Mm. Um... Lame, but it's on Game Pass now. Uh, it's still it's it's on Steam. Yeah, it's on it's Steam, Steam now, now as well. Yeah, but at first it wasn't. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was I was really enjoying my time with it. I I stopped playing shortly after I got the flying. Okay. Thing because it it, it kept just ran like, like trash. Yeah, yeah. And it should be patched up and run a bit better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I have started it again since, but it's just got an apex battle pass to finish you know what i'm saying what we can do about apex there's been a, a lot of apex legends uh gameplay between the three of us a apex is, is continued to be my number one game it's not changed i play apex every day and apex is a great game and it's in a great place yeah I yeah it remains to be just the the best battle royale the only multiplayer game it's to, Other than playing it the the amount we had, and I don't think I've played it as much as you guys even, but it's made me so much better at shooters. Yeah, because <laughs> it, yeah, it, it it feels so good, especially it's. Um, there, there's no FPS that feels as good as Apex. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's that's yeah. the main thing. I don't care because this is why I play Titanfall two so much as well. Just moving around feels good. Moving around feels amazing. The like different character abilities are like mostly really fun everyone mm. like settles into like a small group of like the types of abilities and play styles they like yeah um and yeah they're like new maps pretty fun and the thing with apex is the last year for first person shooters has been atrocious battlefield is just an uh a mess no i've not even touched it i think it's probably yeah. one of the worst games to come out in ages then cod uh new cod came out <laughs> terrible then because of the new COD coming out, it's made Warzone terrible, and nobody wants to play Warzone. So there's the only consistent FPS that's like, the formula's right, and it just does everything as it should, mm -hmm. is Apex. Because Halo Infinite, as we've talked about, great gameplay, but it's like, they've fucked up the systems that make you want to play it constantly. Yeah, yeah. So this, the, the only one that's like, just you can get in and play, and it will just be good, is Apex. Mm -hmm. And it's just keep it's keeping going. And I'm, I'm going to keep playing it. I fucking love Apex. Yeah, I, I I'm happy with my relationship with that game. It's just like because you services. don't you don't play it all the time. You will like jump in after two weeks. Yeah, yeah. And we'll do like a whole big session, and then mm -hmm. that's it. And you yeah. still get the same enjoyment that I do out of it. Yeah, I never would have anticipated to be like to have two free to play games like in my roster at this point. Yeah, what's the other I mean, one? Halo Infinite. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, should we? Should we? <laughs> well, we made a whole video on it, didn't we? Did we? No. Wait, what? Oh, because it's fucked, isn't Halo it? Info. Yeah, that video's never come out. We yeah. lost that. Also, um, I, I the campaign has come out. 
Mm -hmm. I've, uh, we might as well talk about a little bit. Is a notable thing we've been building up for a long so, time. So we should start where where it matters. I've slated this game since day one. <laughs> I've beaten this game while it was down, and rightfully so. It did deserve it. They've messed this up completely, but playing it, it does feel great. It it, it feels great. They've yeah. nailed what they needed to nail. Yeah, they actually made a Halo game. <laughs> Yeah. Like, so, oh, yeah. it sounds like Halo. It looks like Halo. It feels like Halo. But yeah, that's the thing. Because, the like, <laughs> like Halo 5, removing Halo from it, it feels good. Like, I think mm -hmm. it feels like a good game. Um, yeah. It's, but it's not a Halo game. It's like, wrong. Like, the, the flow of combat's different. The movement just fucks th just shit up and changes it at, from a core foundational level. Yeah. Into something else. Just an awful era for video Whereas, games. yeah, they simplified it. They changed the movement. You can still, like, sprint and slide, but sprint is, like, nothing, really. It's, like, really yeah. not an issue. Um, I still don't think sprint should be in the game. Yeah, I'd prefer it not to be there if I had a choice. Mm -hmm. But I guess compromises, whatever. Um, the, the grapple hook kind of changes it. Uh, it's so much fun to be, like, a pathfinder and... In the single player, basically, yeah. from Apex Legends. That's that's the most surprising thing that they've managed to make make a grapple that feels as good as the Apex slash Titan mm -hmm. one. It's yeah. I think they they made it feel like a Halo grapple hook. Yeah. The way the physics work, it, mm -hmm. it like never gets old, and you can like really angle it in like certain ways and pull off really satisfying just like moments in the sandbox and it feels really sandbox yeah. one, one thing I found is that I'm enjoying Halo because it's like my YouTube algorithm is like short clips of really cool yeah. effects you're like actually jump. seeing Halo clips being shared around and stuff yeah, now. yeah. and yeah. people like I just watched one earlier today where people have found out that like you can just br like speedrunners have like broken the game and you can oh like, yeah you can like f using the glitch grapple. into a pelican and then fly out of bounds and just fly to like the last level and just finish the game <laughs> Yeah, you can like really abuse the like out of bounds and shit. It's like really yeah, fun. Yeah, and it, it always felt like three four three was scared of that sort of thing with yeah, four and five. Yeah, that's what was so cool about the. the yeah, open. It's, it's like they realized it's one of the positives of the open design of that section. Um, in we'll saying say, that, they, um, <laughs> it's all well and good having Halo gameplay, but when you don't have Halo gameplay with Halo levels, mm -hmm. you've lost something. And especially Halo levels, you can't even, as of recording this, like replay. It's so strange. It's so dumb. Yeah, and the thing is, I've I've had this itch of like I I want to play PVE Halo, mm -hmm. but I no co-op hurts it so much. No co-op and the the campaign missions, the levels. I don't like any of them bar one, two. Yeah, sorry. there's uh, like if I try and remember each one, they're so they just yeah. blend into they, one. There's they, nothing they don't really stand distinct out. about any of them. And they That's, don't they don't have like moments mm -hmm. ever really. Yeah, yeah. Halo's whole thing is moments. Yeah. yeah. Every level has that moment where it's like fuck yeah. Yeah. But it's yeah, it does get repetitive after a while. Yeah. The the and environment thing especially is the environment. Like, yeah, just a bit much. I be I started my legendary playthrough like yesterday. Mm. Um I've been enjoying that. It's like a it's definitely better balanced than like Halo Reach Legendary feels way oh, more fun okay. you can i was worried that it was going to be way too hard no no you can actually use the grapple and like mm -hmm. engage with the the sandbox that isn't just like hiding behind 
like miles away and just picking shit off in the most boring gameplay yeah. style ever and with a plasma pistol but that is some that's a problem i found specifically was nine times out of ten it is best to be far away in in the combat mm -hmm. and the fobs that you get throughout the game the bases you can get whatever weapons in the game you want mm -hmm. as the game progresses makes it way too easy you you'll never yeah. you, you never have to think about what what weapon you're like mm -hmm. if you kill a grunt and you're low on ammo and he's got a plasma pistol you yeah. never feel as, like you have to pick that up as far as like actual open world like game design is pretty bad in my opinion yeah like it, it feels like it's old that, as fuck um, yeah you know it's that far cry problem yeah where you're being given all these tools but why would you use all these tools when there is an objectively mm -hmm. correct choice i would i think uh if i could have had a choice or say in the matter i don't i don't think it needed the open world to be as big as it is Mm -hmm. I think just having multiple smaller, really large maps and trying to work with that instead of the crazy broadness. And it is cool, like, being able to go to the top of a mountain and seeing, like, all the monuments and, like, places yeah, you are yeah. going to go, like, get that side of it. But so much was lost because of that decision. Yeah, and especially the, there's been no thought put into how you traverse through the map. Yeah, you just so, grapple everywhere. That's one thing yeah. 343 have never got right, is the vehicles. They, they're they not right. The way they like work in the sandbox, the grapple has kind of fucked the whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the grapple is like so powerful um, against vehicles. Yeah. I do think in multiplayer, though, the vehicles are pretty correct. Um, They're too weak, I think, in terms of like how much health... They can, like damage they can take, mm. um, and yeah, warthogs. Yeah, certain ones. I I like the warthog. That's my favorite in the game. But like, the banshee. Oh, is, the banshee's fucked. It's totally useless. Yeah, yeah. Um, I never used the tank in there. Yeah, it's just like all of all of my like concerns that I was listening on the cast for like months were basically all correct about like the multiplayer and how like just fucked like <laughs> and bare bones it is and how like it's like the worst unlock system ever in a Halo game. Yeah. It's actually worse than Halo 5s. It's so fucking bad. We were just praising Apex for the way they like reward you for everything and these like mini events to try and get you in and stuff and Halo's like aped that and copied it but they fucked it it's so shit it's so there. easy to do like a small event because I do every Apex small event it's just like I go on for 15 minutes I just do the little things and I'm always going to finish it but from what I've heard, it's like you have to just be like, you've got to do it every day or one day. Yeah. You have no it. control. Yeah. You can't sit down and be like, I got like four hours today. I just want to grind out this event. Just get all the shit from it. Just get it mm -hmm. done on my own time. That's the good thing about Apex. It has challenges, but there's like a next level. So mm -hmm. if you invest another hour or two, you're going to finish the events quicker yeah. because you've just done that extra bit. But like, yeah. in Halo Infinite, like the Christmas event that's on as we're recording this, it doesn't have challenges, so you can't do challenges to progress through it. The only way you can level it up is by doing one game a day. And that's how you go through it. Yeah, that's bad. That sucks. That's really And it bad. means, like, the, the rewards at the end, because I've been away for Christmas, mm -hmm. there's, there's stuff I just straight up can't get. 
like the alluring stuff at the end of it like it's yeah. physically impossible for me to get because i was like two days like behind mm-hmm so I just can't. I think it. it's a completely purposeful design that they just want like the retention. Yeah. In the most extreme degree, they want to be able to look at the figures at the end of the month, and be like, so many people played. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not playing if they're doing one and, match a day. And, th- and there has been backlash to the store in it, but it wasn't like Battlefront Two level. So I think they've gotten away with it. I, d- I think it's yeah. fucked um, as far as the store's yeah. concerned. Like, just the like <laughs> the response to the cat ears stuff and. Mm-hmm. It's just selling like hotcakes. Yeah, like, people people are buying. People complain online, but they they're looking at the numbers probably and seeing like yeah, whales. They're, they're, they're gonna be making. <laughs> Wait, the cat is like a, a microtransaction. Yes, yeah, ten quid. Fuck. Fuck. I'd buy that totally, but that's <laughs> yeah, bad. That, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But so I've, I've already noticed that. But we've complained in Apex before about how the visual style is like just ruined. gets ruined really quick. I've already noticed that. Where it's like these like, have, fucked up skins and everyone like this hardly even looks like Spartans. See, like, it super took, colourful. Like it took Apex a while for them to get to mm-hmm. that level. So we're start we're starting basically at that. So That's how, well, yeah, cat go? is from the get go. Yeah, the game has been out a month. Like I'd sunk like well over hundred hours into the well into the first season of Apex and there was nothing like that. Mm-hmm. The skins, the, the the obscene skins were really kind of law accurate and they worked. Yeah. yeah, yeah. When the, just the whole choice to have the first season of Infinite be based around Halo Reach, but mm. then charging you for a bunch of the armor, then it's like all linked to this game that had the best, like, customization, like, armor, mm. like, customization out of any Halo game. Yeah, best progression. So to remind, yeah, the progression, like, to remind you of that through the new one and just how bad the new one is and how little control you have over it feels lame. But I yes, will, that was already lost. I will say though, the the gamer has me coming back because it's so fun. Yeah. I actually feel like I'm getting Halo moments out of it. It's, yeah. It gives me like Stockholm Syndrome. Oh, I, I have major Stockholm Syndrome right now. Yeah, I'm pissed game. off at it. Yeah, I'm really pissed. Uh, you know how big team battle's broken? And it has been broken for weeks. Really? Yeah. It's um, it's like a known bug. It's even in like the menu of the game, like saying about it. Hmm. Um, like it's something to do with like the servers or something. Like you just queue up and it will just break. Uh, and so I I, yeah, I, I I I activated a boost. Like yeah, I got like an hour. Let's let's just play some big team for a bit. And I was like queuing and waiting for ten minutes. I was like, "What's going on? Why is it like? What is happening?" Meanwhile, the timer's ticking down. <laughs> I got into one game. It was all fucked, like desynced, like laggy as hell, like super unbalanced yeah, yeah. and fucked up. And so yeah, I got like one game in out of like that whole hour, and I just felt like fuck you. See, no, yeah. no, 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 no. And the challenges as well, really bad. It's just a real. F- yeah, real missed opportunity. Boosts are the single worst thing yeah. to ever happen in mm-hmm. gaming. To fill your season pass with fucking boosts is actually just disgusting. Yeah, it, I hate it, it. It straight up doesn't make sense. Yeah. Do you know what's the good thing? Apex does boosts, but it's not something you use. It's just like okay, you've just got passive boost. Do the whole season, yeah. you get like, well, like yeah, triple XP. Boom, that's just mm-hmm. it stacks. Boom, you don't have to use it. It's just like this. There you go. Well, it's like at least like if you're gonna have boosts, be like. The next three games 
you get double XP. Yep. Something like that. Mm-hmm. No, I don't. I can no, that it be it has to I'd be take passive. That over the, the, the timer that goes down yeah. even in the menus. Like that's so lame. Do you know what's the lame thing about those timer ones though? They're always there's always there's always a pack of them in the store for like ten quid. Yep. For Twenty five boosts. Mm-hmm. Shit. Shit. Cod did it as well. Yeah. Hate it. That's the first time I saw it. And I had like hundreds of them because I'd never used them. Mm-hmm. It's just like what why what would I get? Yeah, yeah I, I I refuse to use them. I won't use them in Halo. It, it's just bollocks. <laughs> Pure fucking Shit. bollocks. Yeah. Um, I'm sure Halo will come up again at some point. Yeah. Um, I've got one more game. I don't know if you have any more, Jim. Uh, before we go there, I really need to pee. Okay. I actually need to pee as well. Actually, two things I want to mention um, just before we move on to our final games. Um, I would have mentioned this in housekeeping, but we didn't do it this week. Uh, one, uh? we should have said on the last cast for Incringemus or something that we uh, weren't going to have a cast this past Monday. Yeah. Um, Surely the Charlings are intelligent enough to know that the Cringemus special was that video. It's, yeah, normally I guess it lines up better in a year, mm. where it's like... December was like crazy. Um, it was a it was a, f- a messy month. It was like, yeah, such a yeah. fuck fucky month. Um, so yeah, I was disappointed because we don't normally miss weeks. We didn't. I wouldn't say we missed one. I mean, you see him post on like the subreddit saying like nine days since the last since the cast. cast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, yeah. I don't know how that happens. Slip through the cracks. Um, Literally. Cool. And the one other thing was I saw a couple comments and posts over the last like few episodes and weeks about like Podbean like ads being played on the the Spotify like version, the audio version. I don't know what that is about. Um I'll, I'll try and look into it. Uh, Podbean. That's like the RSS feed host who oh, hosts okay. the Jarcast. Um it's like the whatever. Um but apparently there's like some kind of ad that's been playing the beginning of some. On the subject of ads, have you noticed anything with YouTube recently? Well, the dislike's going. Because obviously when you do ads, you can you, you can choose skippable and unskippable ads, right? Yeah. Every channel's got unskippable ads. Channels that never do ads from a moral point of view have now got four skippable, unskippable ads. Really? I've noticed it with our channel as well. There's something fucking weird going on with the ads on YouTube. Yeah, sometimes they like update things or like there's just like weird tweaks that fuck around with it. I don't know. Um, it's weird. Like that like Podbean it. one, I don't know what that's about. But I'll try yeah, and look into it. Anyway, the last game I wanted to throw out was uh, Gears Tactics. That was like, I've wanted to play that one. Really fun. I like XCOM a lot, and it's kind of like a simplified version of XCOM mm. um, with a Gears of War skin. But the rules of Gears of War translate really well to that style of game. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's... I had a really good time playing that. I have it downloaded, because it's just on Game Pass. Yeah, again, it was a Game Pass thing. Just like Control, it was like just the right amount of like game, you know? It's not mm. like not another service that just has to go on forever. It's just like... Hmm. That was a nice just game. Yeah, it's nice to really have. Game, really video gamey video game. Yeah, speaking of, a uh, short one I just want to drop in is Resident Evil. Oh, yeah. We've already talked 
What do you, how good, do, you do you like it? How do good game, funny game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the story is like the stupidest thing, but it worked for me. Mm-hmm. It really did. Wait, did that game come out this year? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Kind but, of earlier in the year, but we've been getting lost in the 2020, 2021 mist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are the, the collective same. brain fog mm-hmm. where, yeah, it's like impossible to distinguish anything in that timeline. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I just straight up can't, and I don't know how to, I guess. <laughs> it's so confusing. Yeah, it's, it's just been a nightmare chaos two years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Resident Evil, the, the RE engine has the most like squelchy, satisfying beast, zombie, yeah, werewolf shooting. Some there really is. impressive like character models and shit in that game. Yeah, yeah. Beautiful game as well. I don't know how the hell it it ran perfectly for me. No troubles. Yeah. And it looks genuinely incredible. Yeah, I think I don't want to play the first person Resident Evils. That's just a me thing. Mm. Um, I, I loved RE2. I thought yeah. RE2 was so fucking good. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't get around to RE yet. Should do a quick shout out to the new GTA Online DLC. Make a new game, you fucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no, that actually pissed me off. When the rumors of like Dre is coming in to yeah to do a GTA to soundtrack. do GTA soundtrack, and I was like, oh. They're just updating their, like, 10-year-old game now. Great. Mm-hmm. A game I, I have no interest to play because it's like, you want to do all this cool new content, drop literally, like, a thousand pounds on shark cards to even get, like, a tiny bit of the content yeah. they added. Uh, I swear, like, the longer a game like that goes on, the more fucked the economy becomes. Oh, yeah. It's mm. like... Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, a, it's kind of a problem in Destiny as well. Where it's just, like, the, the, the bigger pool of shit you have, like, the... More like cunty, though. It is. It is just that is capitalism, because <laughs> it's like we're going to have a huge crash in the future because it's just it's getting more fucked because there's so much more, 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 more. Well, yeah, because th- that's what killed Destiny for me was when they added in that awful store, the Eververse, and yeah, it kind mm. of just it just makes it tacky. It makes it like oh, it's like a loot based game. Why? What are you doing? Yeah, that's yeah. the lame. But um. Wanna do music? Yeah. Let's do music. Yeah. Got a few ones here, a few uh twenty twenty one uh bangers. Might as well start with Donda. <sighs> uh, <laughs> no, don't be angry. I can be angry. Donda's good. Donda. I know like Donda. Donda I my knee jerk to Donda was I it it's it's Kanye <laughs> but it's kinda shit. Mm-hmm. That was my knee jerk. And then I listened to it more, and then I couldn't help but listen to it more. No, you give yourself Stockholm Syndrome. I don't like this thing, but if, if I keep with this thing, I'll, I'll eventually like it, no, is what your mentality was. I didn't listen to it to like it. I listened to it and You thought, forced yourself to listen to it. No, I'm literally saying I did the opposite. No, you something, did. No, I, I listened to it and it... Something f- fell off, I don't know, but... I was like, hold up, Off The Grid, that shit kind of mm-hmm. slapped. Yeah. The, off The Grid to me was like the the main reason Got you in. I kept listening to the album. Because I, I like Jail from the get-go. Mm-hmm. God Breathed is a bad song. 
and then off the grid is just like a straight up yeah. banger. There are there are a couple of songs I really don't like on it, but I think overall there, there are more I do like. Yeah, as, as an experience, I like I like the whole album. Yeah, um, me too. And maybe it's, not the part twos very much, but and I don't really like the deluxe version. Yeah, I haven't really listened to that much. Um, yeah, he made some weird changes and. Although I'm glad he put the Andre uh, 3000. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, unfiltered single. Ow. Yeah, That's for sure. Um, um, yeah, we talked about it before. I've mentioned this, and uh, when I did that like Sardonicast live stream, there was like towards the end there was a question about like what's a, what's an album from 2021 um, you like, and I I'm so fucking embarrassed because I was like so tired and, and a bit drunk, and I said. Um, Oh, there's this little mix album that's so good. <laughs> oh shit! And I meant, I meant little sins. Oh, oh fuck, God. bro! <laughs> oh, yeah. Shit. I just saw a comment that was like little mix. <laughs> oh fuck! I can't believe I did that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> little mix aren't even together anymore. I know. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't catch it. But uh, little it's sins. Sometimes album. I might be introvert. Fucking. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to see her live um, in December, but it just it was too much going on. You would have got yeah. COVID. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah. If I got COVID from Gorillaz, I definitely would have got COVID from a Little Sims one. Uh, yeah, check that out. And if we're mentioning Gorillaz, the Meanwhile EP is mm-hmm. really good. Um, we saw him do two of the songs two of live. The songs live. Yep. Um, when we saw the Now Now, sorry, the Song Machine tour. Yep. Like they kind of debuted some of the songs there. That was great. Need to listen to those songs again because I enjoyed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all of those are really good. And actually, uh, Damon Albarn's solo project that's like Iceland based or whatever has a, a really good song on it. I've been listening to a lot. Yeah. Um, cool. Royal Morning Blue. Yes. I'm a big fan <laughs> of that. Um. Do you have any throw out there, Jim? Speaking of speaking of Iceland, um, I think it was Iceland. So I, I've been gradually going through Death Stranding again, and uh, there's yeah. low raw songs that play periodically throughout the game. I, it's such a change of music taste for me. To go to something that sounds like so serene and sort of yeah, like, it's almost more ambient. Almost. Yeah, yeah, and uwu sad boy <laughs> sort of vibes. But it, I love the singer's voice. Mm-hmm. I don't know his name, but I I love his voice, and I just love what they're going for. So the album, maybe tomorrow, by Lowell. I've listened to that. A whole yeah, whenever I hear Lowell, I like what I hear. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a just a weird songs. thing. It's it's like a problem with me thing. Hmm. When it comes to music like this, like I feel like I'm not allowed. <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? No. What do you mean? No, because it's like because it's like Uwu Sad Boy. You know, like James makes fun of my music taste for not being hard enough. I do know, make fun of your music <laughs> taste a lot. 
Yeah, because, because James, no, I have James reasons. Has... I have reason for that because yeah, because your toxic masculinity. No, I have reasons <laughs> for that because the only time I ever listen to your music taste is when we go to McDonald's, and it's only it's only been for an entire year. Dondo and Tyler, the creator. I have good reasons to mock your music taste. No, that's simply not true. It's because whenever something else like Low Raw would come on, you'd be like, "Wow, cringe!" Check with them forcefully change yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. And you'd be like, wow, your music taste just isn't hard enough. It's like, what? So maybe maybe it's all... I I take back what I said about it being a problem with me, and it's a problem with James that he's making me insecure about my music taste. No, you shouldn't be insecure about your music taste, because I literally listen to K-pop while you're in my car. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but I'm not rude about it. You are. You literally forcefully changed it when you were in my car. No, I vibe. I vibe. The driver gets decision. And obviously, it's Tyler, the creator. Yeah, seeming as you brought him out. Call me if you get lost. Call me if you get lost. Great, great album. 10 out of 10. Yeah, and honestly, I I know I say this kind of shit a lot because I'm... I exaggerate. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. But I think... This song, this album has my favourite song of all time on it. Really? The, ab- the amount of times I've listened to it, Corso. Mm-hmm. There's genuinely something about it. The 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 themes, the... He's just being so fucking honest. Mm-hmm. And I respect, I respect yeah. it and it sounds... Yeah. I got a couple um, standouts great. from that one too. I can't remember their names, but... Really fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, to me, that there's only one song that I'm not crazy about. And even then, it's only like the first half of the song I don't really like. I really like the second half. Mm-hmm. And that's the song that follows Corsu. Okay. How do you rate it? What's your favorite album of his? Of Tyler's? Mm-hmm. Still Eagle. Okay. Um, I want to throw out I Don't Live Here Anymore with The War on Drugs. Mm. This is like a recency bias one for me. Um, the last few days I've been listening to this album. Um, it's got some really good songs on it. Yeah, I listened through it a while ago, but I, I've only really been a, obsessed with one song from it. Yeah. Um, I've got three or four I really, really like okay. on it. Um yeah, it's still early thoughts on that one there. Of like yeah, where it yeah. sits in. I think it's better than their previous album. More distinct. Because mm-hmm. the that they were falling into the seems a bit kind of similar to the previous album like thing going on, but Yeah. No, yeah. this because this is the only album of theirs I've listened to other than what, what's the other one called that I know? I can't remember their names. Like, like, I remember Lost in the Dream or something. Yeah, I remember the album covers like more. Yeah, than, yeah. I remember and the the this album this al- this album has a terrible cover. It's terrible. Oh yeah, it's I awful. Hate it. um, it's like a white square with them drinking a cup of tea and a triangle in the corner. It's really yeah. It weird. looks like a dude. Yeah, walking in snow with a guitar and a cup of coffee mm-hmm. and a plaid shirt. It's just like the most. Yeah, it's it sucks. Hipstery but, sort of shit, but yeah. Yeah, I like their sound. Mm-hmm. Um, you probably like this more than me, but an evening with Silk Sonic. Yeah, 
Yeah, I did. I, it's not high art or anything, and it's goofy as fuck. And I, I just laugh listening to this album mm -hmm. because it's, it's just horny as fuck. Oh yeah, that's basically the album. It's horny and then being stroppy about <laughs> about like yeah, not very important I, shit. And I, I like. I like just having an album that, in, in total contrast to Low Raw, it just makes me smile and feel happy. Mm -hmm. I'm a I, I'm a big Anderson Pack fan. I think he's yeah. really, really fucking good. Um, I don't really listen to Bruno Mars particularly. Yeah, this this album made me like Bruno Mars, mm -hmm. whereas before I, I it's wasn't a surprisingly really good combo. Um, yeah. Especially like whatever the singles were they released for it. Those were those are still probably my favorites. So. Yeah, smoking out the window in particular. I was pleased to see Thundercat on there as well. Cause yeah, I love that song. Thundercat is one I got into in 2020. Um, Loving in Stereo came out the uh, Jungle album as well. The drama based yeah, music genre, <laughs> which is good. Um, and just two more throughout the the turning wheel by spelling really good um that's also kind of a new one for me i've been going through and i'm gonna shout out our uncle's uh ep that they've got yeah. on spotify yeah the, the build back better ep by pop gang mm -hmm. uh, if you want obscure go find yeah that. that's indie is indie yeah can get. yeah that's that's and Jarlings will like that the cover is like the proto pisser. Yeah, the it's it's the the original pisser. It's pre pisser. What do they they call it? The hell Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So go check out Build Back Better EP on Spotify. Um, any other music to throw out there? What about you, James? Did you have anything musical that stood out to you? Or was it kind of the same? It's kind of the same. I've mainly listened to stuff that isn't this year. I've just gone mm -hmm. back. I've just gone backwards to listen to things I should have listened to. So I've not got, really got many to talk about. Yeah. But to be honest, the, the artist who's like defined the year for me is MF Doom. Because mm. I, I had the like David Bowie thing of the, where like I wasn't that familiar with the discography. But then when they passed away, it kind of was the unfortunate spark that got me in. But I'd, God, there's so much... Good shit. Oh, there's so much, yeah. so much good stuff, and I'm, just the wordplay. I just can't get enough of mm -hmm. how creative that that writing is. Um, <laughs> the monkey. So I mean, as we kind of uh, simmer down now uh, towards the end, it's the TV section. But I, I don't really have anything too new. These are just kind of notable things. I checked out in 2021 as far as TV is concerned. Um, I watched like all of Attack on Titan. <laughs> you did. Did I mention it on the cast? I can't remember. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, a bit. Briefly. But I watched bit. all of it and then I went and read the manga to the end. Because yes. The, <laughs> um, Shit. I'm, I'm torn on it because I don't know how much of the bad writing is because of bad translations. Because I don't think it, when I was reading it, it's officially been translated and released in the mm. UK. Or, you know, so it's really hard to tell 
because that's, 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 that's like thing. an art in and of itself like translating yeah. the stories because there, there's with the whole the pain with anime or mangas is like it's finding that that one good translation group mm-hmm. is knowing that group because i've watched like initial d with a different group and it's like shitting hell that's mm-hmm. like a huge difference so it's like you can get some really obscure series where the people who've translated it it's like a shit translation and yeah. that's it just will ruin your experience well yeah localizing is like an art in and of itself so I don't want to be too cruel but I, I think <laughs> I was like super disappointed with where it goes and yeah. how it ends I thought it was like so bad but yeah because I watched season 2 and 3 this year as well mm-hmm. and it's like just it's, I was I don't know if my just uh expectations and standards were too high as well for the the show but when the like titan fights turned into like that kind of cg style mm. as opposed to it was cg that had hands hand hand drawn like design. yeah it was like... it, it's it doesn't look as good as those first couple of seasons and then after that point like i get it like the scale gets to such a degree where they would need unlimited time and money basically to achieve some of the stuff that they have to achieve but at the same time it's like it doesn't have the same effect on me Mm -hmm. something is lost but I I still read the whole thing I mean I I enjoyed myself for what it was worth but yeah great first season one of the best Um, I watched the HBO Watchmen Sure. Mm, the Trent Reznor soundtrack. Yeah, that's actually the main reason I watched yeah, it. Cause I, I wanted to watch it. Um, I, I'd had some of that soundtrack on my Spotify ever since it came out, but I'd never had it contextualized by what actually happens in the show. But amazing soundtrack, um, and it made me kind of respect the the writer of it more. It was the it was the guy who's got a bit of a rep for these like awful. I think he's been linked to like J.J. Abrams and Lost. It's like one of those mm, guys. Yeah. But but the angle, it felt like a, like an Elseworld like Watchmen take where it's like mm. modernizing it in a way that it's like clever. It's it's like a fun spin, um, and it's, it's not like overriding the original or anything. Like the original still happened, and it has some really memorable cool characters like the Buster Scruggs guy is like has such a standout mm. in my mind I really like that character actor but yes yeah, it's, it's cool clever Watchmen is just a, an, an interesting universe um, it, it doesn't fully come together and there's some <laughs> there's some weird stuff in there some bad dialogue here and there but overall I thought it was really cool um, up to mm. the HBO standard um, another HBO thing. Actually, there's a lot of HBO here. Yeah. Uh, True Detective season three, I checked out. Um, it's okay. I just feel like season one was abnormally good. Yeah, so I still need to you try that. and follow it up, it's like never the same. Mm-hmm. It never reaches the same heights. You never have the as good as the like lead two actors you're gonna have. Like it's never the same yeah. as that first season, and never has the. The, the level of dialogue or the the like dramatic moments and just the just that bayou setting of that first season is just so cool like so creepy and fucking weird and 
like spinning the true crime angle to make it feel fresh even though it's like so done to death type yeah. thing whereas season three is a bit more like yeah this is true crime like stuff it's cool yeah like um, good actors good drama um it does kind of vaguely link back to the first season which the second season doesn't do mm-hmm. um yeah i enjoyed that it was okay and another hbo thing was euphoria really cool um really stylish I would describe it as kind of like if certain reasons why it was done well <laughs> it's not about like suicide or whatever in the same way but I just mean like the high school setting right. playing around with like mental health topics and drug abuse and this kind of thing but attaching it to like really realistic well performed characters Zendaya does a really good job in the lead really satisfying like building up story yeah that's that's a really good one mm. super stylish in the way it's presented as well really memorable camera work um only other big one was i've like checked out that netflix show the crown like a big chunk of it a few seasons of it i saw all of the 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 doctor who guy the, who's looks like a caveman it's matt something uh I know who you're on you about. Yeah. yeah, the football him. one. Yeah, the football one. Um, it, he was really good. He was awesome. Um, hmm. Yeah, the really good performances. It's uh, really well written. I don't know how much is exaggerated for dramatic effect. I'm sure a, a healthy amount. But really interesting. Um, I, I don't really care about the royal family and yeah, have yeah. my own personal issues with them. But it's... It's very critical of the whole idea, and it, it doesn't shy away from the the stuff you like want to see the 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 drama that like probably was happening behind the scenes. And, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, that's that. It surprised me that you started watching it, and it surprised me more that you liked it. Mm-hmm. And it it makes me rethink whether I should try because I just assumed it was like kind of jerking off the royal that's what i assume too because we're just so used to that kind of thing in the uk like just jerking off the royal family all the time and but now it's way more critical of the idea and like just just elements of history that i was like wait is it like this is like real and then you like google it and you're like holy shit and you're reading through historical like just craziness you had no idea yeah went down it's like a fun way of yeah, an entertaining way of kind of exploring the royal family because I've, I've genuinely have never really given a fuck about their standing yeah. and yeah. despite their importance to the the nature of the country but those are kind of the big tv ones for me if you guys have any i honestly couldn't and can't think of any standout tv shows i watched I watched Squid Game. Squid Game, fuck, yeah. Yeah, I watched Squid Game. I was That's kind of, That kind of is the 2021 Yeah. Like it's, show. It's it must hugely, be the biggest show from yeah. the year. It's huge. Everyone knows Squid Game, but it is good. It's a very good series. Just one and done. Watch it. Have fun. Yeah. That's it. The more time I, I've had away from it since, the more I've grown to really not like the ending. Ending mm. is shit. Yeah, the ending wasn't great, but I don't m- mind really. Mm. It was it was fun, entertaining. 
mm-hmm. the fucking cliffhangers. It it did that thing where like it was the tug of war episode, mm-hmm. the one before they actually do it, and it was like eleven at night, and I was like, okay, yeah, this will be my last episode. Thing. Get to the tug of war bit, and then I had to fucking continue watching. Mm-hmm. Pissed me off. It was extremely bingeable. Yeah, that way. that's how I've been. But it's, it's the it's the type of writing where you're like, how would this hold up on a second rewatch type thing? Is mm. it is it like one of the like, you know, is is it going to stand the test of time? Quite, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's again like with um, Attack on Titan. Some of the writing feels super like on the nose. Oh yeah, the way characters talk oh, yeah, to each yeah, other. Yeah. But yeah, there's loads of like awful dialogue. Yeah, um, but, but the, I, it gave me that like pit in my stomach feeling that like good horror does to me. Yeah, like that that exactly. first episode with that you know the the game the yeah um, with the light or whatever the light. The doll, the big doll, yeah, and it doll. turns, yeah. it spins his head around. Yeah, yeah. You know, everyone knows. It's like, oh yeah, this is like gross and like fucking vile and yeah, scary, horrible and scary to watch. Um, yeah, it's it's bingeable as fuck. Mm. <laughs> and the memes as well, pretty good. Yeah, that iconic Toby Toby meme, <laughs> this good game Toby meme, the best fucking meme ever. I know that we're forgetting meme of the year. Mm. Don't worry about these shit movies and these shit games. A meme of the year is the only one that people actually care about, and it is the Tobey Maguire Squid Game meme. He hasn't seen it, but it is the best fucking meme. You're going to have to show Alex then. Do you want me to find it on here? Is it like a... What is it? Is it it a video? Yeah, it's... I quite like that that song that they always play in, in Squid Game. Yeah, it but it's it started pissing me off. Yeah, it's really fucking weird, but yeah, it, it does get repetitive after a while. But it's uh, whenever I like see a meme that has it in, I'm like, oh yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's very, but it it pissed me off, but it felt like in the right way. Mm-hmm. Alex, just go on YouTube and type in Spider Man and Squid Game, and you'll get the fucking video. <laughs> You're saying this is the best movie of the year, and yeah. you're saying earlier that you have no attachment to the Toby shit. In terms the, of the, just... the memes have made oh. made the attachment. I fucking love. I love it. Yeah, that was a good video. That's 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 my meme of the year. You have a meme of the year, Jim. Um, the memes this year have been shit. I, I like the cat with a wig on. Is that one? Shit one. This this one I've seen. Yeah, I don't even. I can't think of like any memes from twenty twenty one. Big Chungus. Because it's just. No. Oh uh, yeah, that, I like um. No. What in the Matrix Hell from Space Jam: New Legacy? I like making fun of that. That's mm. that's, uh, that's not a meme, boy. I like um. That film was memed. What? Well, it depends how you what define meme, right? Oh. Was uh, John Cena speaking Chinese, <laughs> speaking Mandarin? Was yes, that, that's, yes, that that's was my a, meme of the that, year. That is a good meme. Okay, that's let me. My meme of the year. I'm going on Google. and I'm typing meme of the year, meme of the of twenty memes of twenty twenty one. I bet like um, 
What's that meme, like, encyclopedia bullshit website? <laughs> oh, fuck, we got the evergreen memes this year. I fucking forgot the evergreen situation. The boat in Suarez Canal. Oh, shit. Oh, that fucking was this year in March. <laughs> Dude, yeah. That was pretty funny. Um, the, the Bernie Sanders meme. Oh, See, yeah, I remember that one. Gate gas, uh, gatekeep gaslight girl boss. Another meme this that year. Was this year. Yeah. This shit's. This has been a long ass year, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, some of these memes are fucking shit. Yeah. Well, that's always the case. Well, should we wrap up? Yeah. I think uh, we're done for now. Uh, a lot of stuff to cover. Um, yeah. Some stuff got more than others, but whatever. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired too. Happy New Year, motherfuckers. Happy Make 22 go hard. Go to Latvia. <laughs> Do it. The one Latvian gelling is going to be so He's pleased. already messaged me. He was like, really? Can we go to meet you, man? <laughs> <laughs>